Lord, speak your word to me today. Interpret your word like never before. Let the light of your word gain access into my heart. Lord, reach out to me by your word. Are you praying to Jesus? Lord, reach out to me by your word today. Show me your word. Cause my eyes to see what I have not seen before. Show me what I need to know to make my life better. Reveal to me the next level, the next phase of my life and destiny by your word. Jesus, appear to me in today's service by your word. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Before we sit down, we have a special healing prayer request. One of our sisters, Sister Jasmine, the, her dad is in ICU, and I believe she's traveling very shortly, as quickly as like tomorrow. So we are going to pray that by the time she gets, before, between now and the time she'll be traveling and getting home, the Lord will do a quick walk. The Lord will cut it short in righteousness. The Lord will bring him out of that intensive care unit. Jesus will clean him up. In the name of Jesus. Let's make that declaration. Lord, for your son that is in that ICU, we decree you have done it before. Jesus, do it again. Distance is not a barrier. We receive him back to life. We receive him back to life. By the stripes of Jesus, we decree he is made whole. By the stripes of Jesus, we decree perfect wholeness. Lord Jesus, whatever has blocked, whatever has caused him to be rushed into this ICU, Jesus, stretch forth your hand now and bring him out. Bring him out. We receive him back to life. 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 In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name. In the name of Jesus. Brother Francis was talking about the year coming to an end. Just like that. Today is already 11th of December. In another... 19 or 20 days thereabout, we'll be saying bye-bye to 2015. Hallelujah. But God is not done with us yet. It's not over until I win. Tell your neighbor, it's not over until I win. It's not over until my testimony shows up. Amen. Praise God. Now let's pick up our Bibles. I mean, I love to pray. Prayer is my hobby. I don't know about you, but prayer is what? My hobby is my delight. Hallelujah. Psalm 65 verse 11. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness, and thy parts drop fatness. Now, listen to this. They drop upon the pastures of the wilderness. That means <laughs> from the beginning of this year till now, it may have been a wilderness experience for you. But at the crowning of the year, God's deal must drop. God's fatness must show up in every area of your life and my life. And God is not a liar. He means what he says. And he says everything he means. And when he drops, he says the little he shall rejoice. And they shall rejoice on every side. Now look at the next verse. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys also are covered over with corn. They shout for joy. They also sing. They shout for joy. They shout for joy. Lord, between now and the end of the year, I must shout for joy. Make that your declaration now. I must shout for joy. My song of victory. My song of celebration. 
my song of rejoicing before the end of this year I must shout for joy I must shout for joy it's not over yet the year 2015 is not over yet I must have testimonies to share thou crownest thy year with thy goodness and all thy parts drop Hardness over every wilderness experience of my life. Lord, I must shout for joy because your goodness is coming upon my life. It's coming upon my life. It's coming upon my life. Your goodness is appearing in every situation. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. It is done. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Please be seated. Amen. You are welcome to church. This is God's service center. Amen. Every time you are going to church, expect to be serviced by God. That's why it's called a service. <laughs> Amen? Every car that goes to the service station expects to come out better. Hallelujah. Every car, every, no matter the year that it was procured, goes to the service station, expects to come out of the place better. If you didn't have fuel before, a gasoline station, it becomes full. Amen? So he goes into the filling station empty and comes out of the filling station full. <laughs> Praise God. If he goes to the garage, hallelujah, and then the engine is stale, I mean the engine oil is stale, then they change it and then he comes out, you know, bouncing. Ready to move from here to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> hallelujah. Your life will receive a service from God today. In the name of Jesus. Whatever looks like a wilderness experience, I mean, you know, wilderness experience is the one that it looks as if God has left you alone. Amen? It looks as if you, the heaven over you is just like brass. Nothing walking. Nothing moving. But thou crownest the year with goodness. So expect it. And so shall it be for you. In the name of Jesus. Before we continue, I'd like to pray for our children that took baptism last week, Saturday. Are you glad God is adding to his church? And to put your hands together for that. Amen. So you are in this service and you took baptism last week, Saturday. I don't mean you took baptism in India. I mean last week, Saturday here. Amen. Yes. So you took baptism last week, Saturday here in this hall. Come out, let's, let's introduce you to the church. These are the new members that God has added to us. Hallelujah. Just come out, come out to the front. Let everyone see you. Are you clapping for Jesus? Better for Jesus? Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, amen. So when you see them, you don't call them by their name again. You call them brother. <laughs> and then you see, sister. Because before you could call them by their name because they were half members. Hallelujah. But now they have taken baptism, and now they are full members. So they are fit to partake in every activity of the church. They are fit to partake in the communion. They are fit to partake in fullness, in the full blessings of whatever God is doing in his house. Amen? Matthew chapter 7 verse 24. We take our prayer for them from that scripture. 
Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, verse 25, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was found dead upon a rock. Amen? And Jesus is that rock upon which their membership has been founded. They have been baptized into Christ. Let's pray for them. Lord, whatever it will cost you to keep them in the rock, that they will not shake, no matter the heat, no matter the temptations, no matter the shakings, they will keep on holding to the word, to the rock. Lord, release that grace upon them right now. Are you praying for them? Release that grace upon them right now. Lord, we pray for these young ones. They are newly baptized into the rock, which is Jesus. We pray for them today, all that it will take. Lord, for them to make the most of this new life, release it upon them. Release it upon them. Release it upon them. Release it upon them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name. Your Christian adventure shall not be truncated. This step you have taken shall ring testimonies throughout your lifetime in the name of Jesus. Grace to make the most of your Christian experience and the adventure that you have been initiated into in Christ. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Be blessed in all your ways. Every day of your life you shall remember this Step and shout for joy in the name of Jesus. God bless you. You may go back to your seat in Jesus' precious name. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I have a leading to pray for the workers. So if you are a worker in this church, you can stand up. We want to pray for you. Just a word of blessing that the Lord has put in my heart for you. You are serving in any service unit, in the choir, in the ushering, in the, in the whichever group, outreach, intercessory, amen, excellent men, excellent women, in whichever group you are found. Hallelujah. Today is the day of visitation. Your service shall receive a reward today. In the name of Jesus Christ. John chapter 12 verse 26. That's the word of the Lord. As I sat down in the service, the Holy Ghost spoke. That's the word for every worker as this year is about to end. Amen. Now God always pays. Everyone serving God. God pays them. God owes no man. John chapter 12 verse 26 If any man serve me Let him follow me And where I am There shall also my servant be If any man serve me Him will my father honor I pray for you Please bow your heads Just this one word of the Lord My God My God the God that you are missing in every area of your life, He will honor you. Amen. God shall honor you. Amen. God shall honor you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, that means every area of shame, maybe, I don't know, but Jesus said, My God will honor you. Amen. That means. Whatever area of shame appears or seems to want to appear in your life. Today, my God converts it to honor. Be divinely honored. In the name of Jesus. For all our Friday school teachers, because they are not here, I decree the same honor of God upon their lives and destinies. In the name of Jesus. 
Receive it in the name of Jesus. In the office, be honored. In your family, be honored. In the morning, be honored. In the afternoon, be honored. Wherever you are found, be honored. In the name of Jesus. No more shame for you. The glory of God shall find full manifestation in every area of your life. Whatsoever you lay your hands upon shall prosper. In the name of Jesus. There shall be no tragedy in your family. There shall be no evil report in your habitation. In the name of Jesus. Be blessed in all your ways. So shall it be. Thank you Father. In Jesus precious name. Please be seated. Hallelujah. It's a day of blessing. It's a day of celebration. Amen. I share briefly with us on what the Holy Ghost has helped me to prove in my life. Amen. Every word you hear from this altar, and I say it with all sense of responsibility, are principles of God that have been time-tested and proven. Praise the Lord. They are not cunningly devised fables. They are not strategies to entertain you. <laughs> they are not devised to cajole you. Amen. They are heaven's package for the redeemed to give us a glorious life here and take us home at the end. You will make it. You will make it. I say you will make it. Let your amen be born again. You will make it. In the name of Jesus. The lifestyle of faith. <laughs> As the year begins to wind up and we want to enter a brand new year. Yesterday we prayed that the anointing we release God's heart for next year upon our pastor. How many have enjoyed peace this year? How many have enjoyed rest roundabout? Now that's because God showed that to our pastor. And all of us ran with it. Holiness, peace. And peace, are we not enjoying it? So we prayed. The Lord, the same way you did it last this year, 2016 is much more important. Do it again. And God has answered. So we want to position ourselves for the year ahead. For the days that are going to end and the year ahead. How? The lifestyle of it. No, no, what is a lifestyle? A lifestyle is just the way you live. Amen? The way you live. Now the question is, are you truly living the lifestyle of faith? The faith that I claim and you claim. And one small noise comes from the corner of your room and then you are shaking. What happened? What? <laughs> Praise God. It's just a cockroach having a nice time and then running all around here. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. The lifestyle of faith. Jesus went to see Mary and Martha. And then Martha was running up and down to make sure that he had a nice time. <laughs> but Mary sat down at the master's feet. <laughs> Amen. And Jesus said, and Mary said to Jesus, Martha said to Jesus, why are you allowing this girl to sit down here? You will soon go hungry, oh Jesus. We have to make lunch for you. Ask her to stand up and join me in the kitchen. Jesus said, you don't understand. This one that is sitting at my feet has gotten the thing. So I'm not interested in the food you are cooking. I'm interested in your heart. Amen? I'm not interested in the food you are cooking. 
It's okay. I mean, you place value on that. But me, Jesus, I have more value for the one that is sitting at my feet. But hear what he said. He said, but Mary has chosen, has chosen, has chosen, has chosen, has chosen, has chosen, has chosen. I dwell much more on that word chosen because wherever you and me find ourselves today is a result of our choice. <laughs> Amen? Mary has chosen. May the next choice that you make take you forward. Take you forward. Men have crashed beautiful destinies by wrong choices. Why? They don't live a lifestyle that is dependent on whatever God says. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, whatever God says is what I go for. That takes pressure off my life. Amen? Even if, now, God can tell me today now to go to Chennai. We are going there. Whether the flood is there or not, it doesn't matter. Hello? I'm serious now. We are going there. That's the meaning. You know why? Before I get there, the flood will dry. God said so. God said to Moses, Moses, why are you crying? Go forward. Moses was in front of the Red Sea. Hello? Hello? Are you with me today? Moses and the Israelites were in front of the Red Sea. I think that is a challenge that is bigger than the flood in Chennai. Because you can escape that one. You, see, you can find somewhere and hide and they hold on to something. What will you hold on to in the Red Sea? <laughs> who, will, who will rescue you there? As in, I mean, I read a whole lot of things of how they are sending telephone calls, you know, call these people, uh, they will send a boat, they will send this. Well, what will they send to you in the Red Sea? Hello? But God said, Moses, why are you crying? Go what? Forward. Eh? Is that what you are saying? And then it's red, like God said, and the Red Sea parted. That is the lifestyle of faith. <laughs> that whatever God said must be true. <laughs> Praise God. Are you blessed already? So we can close now. Whatever God said must be the truth. As long as God said it. Amen. And then they got to Jordan. And God gave them the next strategy. And the Bible said, as they stepped into Jordan, the waters moved to one side. Whatever is intimidating you, whatever is harassing your life, as you step out of this service, it shall move to one side. <laughs> shall clear for you. In the name of Jesus. Now, quite a number of us may be under pressure. By some of the things happening in the world. Amen. But we have seen it in scripture. So, some of us are not bothered. <laughs> Why? That's our lifestyle. And it is by choice. But hear this. There are things that inform the choices that a man makes. And I'll share that, some of those things with you in, in a few minutes. That informs. Why? You need to live the lifestyle of faith. Amen? First John chapter 5 verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God, overcometh the world. <laughs> and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. <laughs> whatsoever is born of God, overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. If that is the victory that overcometh the challenges of life, it means I must connect with it. It means I must tap into it. But to tap into it, I need to know what it is. Hello? 
<laughs> Are you blessed? Now, the question is this. What is faith? I wrote here in my notes, by the help of the Holy Spirit, faith is the lifestyle of the believer that keeps him living a triumphant life all the way. <laughs> faith makes you and me an overcomer in the conflicts of life. The only thing that follows faith is a testimony. <laughs> Hello? The only thing that follows faith, I don't mean uh, faith that you speak, I mean that one that is in your heart, and I'll share that very briefly now. The only thing that follows faith, for whatsoever is born of God, overcome it. That means he gets the victory. Hello? So, the only thing that follows faith is a testimony. So, you have a challenge, and then you are preparing for the new year, and it is going to be full of plenty of challenges, so you expect that. Now, your lifestyle of conviction that God will lead me into that year and give me victory, because I am an overcomer. Amen. Praise the Lord. The only thing that follows faith is a testimony. Your testimony is sure. In the name of Jesus. Mark chapter 9, verse 17 to 26. But we look at verse 21 there. Mark chapter 9, verse 21. Mm-hmm. Talking about the boy that was having a dumb spirit. And Jesus asked his father, verse 21, How long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, Since he was a child. And awful times it has cast him into fire and into waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. God will help you. At the crossroads of your life. <laughs> God will help you. God will help you. There is no other help in anywhere. If God doesn't help you, in vain will any man help you. God will help you. My God will help you. Now next verse. But Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe. <laughs> All things, stay on the board, all things. All things. All things. Tell him, including your own thing. Are possible to him that believes. Now, quite a lot of us quote that scripture, but have you really seen it? Quite a number quote Bible. But have you really seen it? There is one thing to quote scripture. There is another thing to see it. And God said to Abraham, As far as your eyes can see, (laughs) will I give to you. So until you see it, you can't get it. And faith, it's all about what you see. That's why there is no news that can move me now. In the first instance, I know I have a blessed hope. I'm not hopeless. <laughs> ah, that is said to And that's one of the pillars of this church. So, my faith in the fact that I have a blessed hope keeps me relaxed. Now, Jesus came and said, peace I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Now, what does that mean? There will be news that we want to trouble your heart. But peace I give to you. Let not. That means it's in my power. So I said to my heart, no matter what is coming here, Jesus already took care of it. So what should I be doing? Uh-uh. In the world you shall see tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have conquered the world. Hallelujah. So, I stand up and then I rejoice, I dance, I celebrate, and then, Lord, what is the way out of this? 
And then the Holy Ghost comes around. Praise God. That's the lifestyle. May God initiate you into this strange order of life in the name of Jesus. Now, I stood on the altar those days we were believing God for, the, for a, a baby, for a child. Yeah? I, I will go to church. Hello? Praise the Lord. Nobody is there. Nobody is in church. It's only me in that church. Praise the Lord. God just bless us with a bouncing baby boy. And then, hallelujah. All through the pregnancy, the mother was doing well. Baby growing well. There was no sign of pregnancy. <laughs> Hello? Are you with me now? But I stood there the first time. I stood there the second time. And I will look at the door so that nobody is coming before they say, Is this man alright? <laughs> Praise God. The day it came, became a reality. That's how I stood on the altar. And that balance way. And then they called my name. I came out to share testimony. God has proven himself. Amen? Praise the Lord. Faith is not cheap talk. It's a lifestyle. You are either in it or you are not. Hello? You are either in it or you are not. Praise the Lord. And then I shared that testimony exactly the way I was sharing it when nobody was there. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. One of my bishops in Nigeria shared one secret. And I use it. He said one time that, okay. He said, faith. He said, show me your faith by your works. So he slept. Then he woke up in the night and made sure that his wife was sleeping. Yeah, because you know women, they can be emotional. He will be checking the woman because, so that the woman will not think that he's mad. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So he'll be doing like this. Yeah. On his bed. Yeah. Then we look like uh, this woman, <laughs> so that she will not grab him. Then, honey, what's the matter? Are you all right? What was he doing? He was putting action to his faith. What was he doing? He was driving his car. Amen. He said, "So the first day I drove the car in reality, I said, honey, come sit down here. Uh, sit down." Can you see me? Hallelujah. Praise God. Say, I did it when it was physically not there. But faith said, <laughs> put action to what you believe. Lord, I believe. Is this not how they drive? Like this. They change gear. I press the clutch. And like this. Like that. Now, it looks like mockery. But until they mock you, God can't make you. <laughs> Praise God. This is the winning faith. And it is a lifestyle. That means there is no challenge that you are going through now. There is a way out. You just need to find it. So what must be my reaction to this situation? That's why the first thing I tell anybody that comes to me for any cancer, rejoice. He said, Pastor, you don't understand. But I lost a baby and I still rejoice. So which one are you talking about now? Me. The day it happened, I still went to church to praise God. What are you talking? We are not faking this thing. Hello? Are you with me? Are you with me today? <laughs> My wife was saying, what will I tell him when he comes home? When I came home, I said, it's okay. Wipe your, wipe your tears. It's my fault. She opened her mouth. Eh? Because the natural reaction of any man says, Stupid! What were you looking? You allowed this thing to happen? You killed the baby? No. For what? Kill with baby. It's my fault. Anything that happens in my family is my fault. Anything that happens for good is my fault. Anything that happens for the other side is still my fault. I won't blame my wife for nothing. I'm the head. I'm the head. Amen? I'm the head. And I take responsibility for everything. That's why we are having a beautiful marriage, glorious marriage, sweet home, because I am always at fault. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> you know, the Bible says, live with 
them with wisdom. And since I don't want my family to crash, it's my fault. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> That's the lifestyle of it. Am I weak? No. I'm smart. <laughs> Praise God. Are you blessed already? You say lifestyle. And it's my choice. And God is blessing us. Now, I, at times I hear my wife praying for me, I feel like crying. That's the truth. She may not even know this one I'm saying now. There are things she posts. I see them, I feel like crying. That yes, the fruits of wisdom, spiritual wisdom to manage a home is showing now. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It's a lifestyle. And it's a lifestyle that trades unconscious information from scriptures. The Bible is not a lie. The Bible is the truth. If you live it, it will show. If you live it as a lifestyle, it will show. There is no counseling you come. The first thing is relax, rejoice. And say, Pastor, you don't understand. <laughs> what is it that I don't understand now? Okay, what will you share now that... A sample of it has not happened to me. I have been sacked. Uh-huh. They, they just sacked me. But I have been sacked. So what else? <laughs> See another one. <laughs> Pastor, you don't understand. They are just about to chase me out. How many times? <laughs> what else? Rejoice! Come on! Why? You still have life. Even if you die now as a believer, you are going to heaven. Rejoice! Ha! Hello? There is no reason to be under pressure. None. I have not seen it. No matter the report. Everyone holding a negative report here. I agree with you. This church agrees with you. Before the end of this year, it shall be converted to a testimony. Uh-huh. That's the word of the Lord. What is faith? <laughs> what is faith? A.A. Allen wrote a book, and I read that book many years ago, called Two Kinds of Faith. Two Kinds of Faith. And then he said, there is the faith that ascends, the faith of the head, and there is the faith of the heart. For with the heart, man believeth. You know the meaning? The meaning is that you can believe in your heart. And your head is telling you, you are stupid. <laughs> Amen? I believe that this is the word of God. But your head is telling you, you are a stupid man. How can this, this be, how, can, how do you expect this one to work now? Like we went to the clinic, you know, when we came. And then the doctor said to my wife, the baby is bridge. How many of you have seen my daughter? That's my small daughter. Amen? So they were saying, the, 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 the baby is bridge. So when she told me, I, I was wondering, whether it's the bridge in Kurum or in Akwea. <laughs> Praise God. Bridge. In you? Which bridge? When did they build it? No. It cannot happen. So, in fact, we stood. Don't forget, there is a, a deliberate, pressure-free situation in our home. All those days when she, we were looking for a child, I never abused her one hour. I never put pressure on her one day. Not one second. It's my fault. So I, I talked to myself, boy, that this thing is not happening is your fault. Wake up. Boy, that this thing is not happening is your fault. Wake up. Boy, that this thing is not yet manifesting is your fault. Look for the truth. Look for the truth. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you what? Praise God. So, in agreement, we held hands. I said, you pray, because I know God is up to something here now. Baby, I've shared this many times. Turn! And the baby came normally. Amen? That's the lifestyle of faith. Why am I saying this? This year is not over yet. If your faith can catch it, you can still get what you are looking for. You can still get it. Amen? You know in football, they say there is injury time. 
<laughs> we are in the injury time of 2015. Where anything can happen, if your faith can catch it. But faith has to be a lifestyle. Have you developed it? Have you developed it to that point? Amen? Pastor Paul was sharing with us yesterday how that he believed with his wife for a change in accommodation. And the way he was talking, I was picturing that the whole church can sleep one night in that his new house. <laughs> Praise God. He believed God for a change and God visited him. And visited his wife and she got a new job. And this is December 11. And they still got it before the end of this year. Whatever you believe God for, before the end of this year, it shall be in your hands. Amen. They still got it. Now, before you clap, now, our pastor grabbed the mic. I was afraid. Say, this one, our pastor is grabbing my mic. I have to share this testimony now. God is too faithful. And he shared that testimony instant of how he believed God for whatever was troubling them and God showed up. And this is December 11. And somebody said this year is over. Who told you? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. How many days did it take God to make the award? Huh? Hello? The way you are looking at me now, you can't, you don't? <laughs> it just took six days. But we still have like 20, how many days in this year? 20 days. So God cannot say to you in 20 days. 20 days too much. 20 days too much. 20 days too much. Your long-awaited good news. Before this year is over, it shall reach your heart. In the name of Jesus. What is faith? I'm sure you understand now. Amen. Faith is the power source of the believer's life. Without faith, Christianity is just another mere religion, which may lead to frustration. What is faith? Number one, faith is the mystery that confers mastery over every issue of life. 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse 9, holding the mystery of faith. <laughs> Faith does not bow, does not compromise, does not negotiate. Faith dominates and eventually subdues the opposition. No matter the size, no matter the nature, no matter the stature, no matter the location. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare, holding faith. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. Holding faith. Now, so that means faith is tangible. Hello? Holding. When you are in faith, you will know. When you are faking it, you will know. Praise the Lord. You will know. Holding faith. And a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck. That means without faith, you can wreck your life. I can wreck my life. So faith is not negotiable. Faith is... Is non-negotiable. If you have not gone to discipleship training, you will miss this one. Oh. So you better find your way in, in, in January. You start another one. You find your way there. Amen? Praise the Lord. Number two. Faith is a living force drawn from the living world to produce living proofs. Faith is a living force drawn from this Bible, which we call the living word, to produce living proofs. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, you see, 
faith will always trade on one, your knowledge and your understanding. So if you don't know the Bible, and you know, but you don't understand enough, you see, be suffering. Because it will be looking as if we are deceiving you. Praise the Lord. Did you hear what I said? So, what is your prayer? Lord, give me understanding. Like David prayed, and I shall live. Give me understanding of what this man of God is saying. Give me understanding of what you are saying to me today. If this is what I need for 2016 and the remaining days of this year, I need to understand it. It must be a lifestyle. What is happening notwithstanding. Like I always say. Amen. What is happening notwithstanding. I'm, I am coming out of this as a winner. Jesus paid for it. I'm coming out of this as a winner. I was listening to a testimony yesterday. Amen. Uh, the woman had been married for 17 years. And then and faith was going out. Amen. All the instructions she has been following. It was as if nothing is happening. Now, when she became pregnant, she didn't know. No scan picked it. Amen. Throughout the nine months, scan did not pick it one day. <laughs> so, so, this doctor report that you are carrying about may even be fake because <laughs> if baby is there and scan is not picking it. Amen. You say that the doctor said. You even believe doctor more than the Bible. The doctor said. The scan did not pick that baby one day. And then when she was in labor, she, it was even difficult to know if she was in labor. Because she didn't even know she was pregnant. And she was menstruating like women, like a woman, for the whole nine months. And still delivered the baby. And brought the baby on the altar. And every one of us saw it. Somebody said it's a lie. But we saw the baby. We saw the baby on God's altar. So if she was lying, that's her problem. But that's what she said. Praise the Lord. So God is still doing miracles. It is your faith that draws the miraculous. So don't sit down there and be saying this thing is not working. <laughs> you just need to know and understand. What it takes to walk it. What does it take to walk it? It takes a lifestyle of faith. Praise the Lord. This year is not permitted to end until God visits your family. Until God visits your home. Are you blessed already? Praise God. God did not pick it. And she was pregnant. I was shouting where I was. In fact, I opened my mouth so much that if there was a fly around me that time, it could have, uh, could have taken her boat in my mouth. Uh, because I couldn't, I couldn't imagine that one. One day, Scan didn't see it. Amen? I just prayed a prayer for our, our people serving now. Now, this brother now went, he said, I had an attack against Boko Haram in Nigeria, and God delivered me, but I fell under a massive uh, injury, and then all manner of sickness and ailments began to show in my body. And then I was transferred from there to Lagos. And as a member of the church, he went to church. And then he got to church, and they said, no, no, you cannot start because he was on crutches. <laughs> said, you cannot serve, just stay here. Except for what? For what? I must have. Now, hear this. This is, you see, it's a lifestyle. There are people now that say, no, don't serve. You say, thank you. I didn't even know you can see me. <laughs> thank you. I will sit down here. I will sit down here and be nursing, and be nursing my injury, and be nursing the sickness, and be nursing the pain. You say, no, I want to serve. I want to serve. I want to serve. They said, okay, 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 go to that place and serve. Say, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he entered the church and was counting people with his crutches. With his crutches. With his crutches. And was counting. And was collecting offering. And was doing everything with his crutches. Somebody would have sat down in one corner and been nursing the crutches. Amen. And at prayer time, the man of God came and said, 
everyone that cuts a covenant of service with God entered rest the same day. The same day. Today you are entering your rest. He threw away the crutches and jumped off. And that was the end. He threw away. He threw away the crutches and you know why I'm sharing this? Hmm. Hold on to your seat very well because 2016, the kind of things that God will be doing in this church, if you are not properly seated, <laughs> you will be thinking, is this the church I have been coming to this year? Because God will not wait anymore. God is in a hurry to change our levels. God is in a hurry to change our story. And it is going to take a lifestyle of faith. And that's where we are crying today. He threw away the crutches and began to jump. And was free. Was free. He could have been not seeing the crutches. And not seeing the sickness. And not seeing the pain. Amen. And God will be helping him. Angel go and be finding him. Make it cooler. <laughs> Since that is what he wants. That's where his faith is. Make it cooler for him. He threw away the crutches. Huh? The word said, if the day I cut a covenant of service is the day I enter rest, all these things must clear. He jumped up and as he landed, everything clear. As you go out of this service, whatever is troubling you will clear off. We clear off. We clear off. In the name of Jesus. You know, that centurion went to Jesus and said, Jesus, my son is afflicted with palsy. And then, <laughs> Jesus said, okay, I will come and hear you say, for what? Stay here. No, you don't need to come. You don't need to come. I know you. I know you. Speak the word only. Jesus opened his mouth. Eh? I have not seen this great faith. No, not in Israel. Go thy way. And as thou hast believed, be it unto you. The same, same hour. His son at home rose up. <laughs> Praise the Lord. As thou as believe. Why am I shouting like this? Because my heart is heavy. Too many people going about in the center of water thirsty. Amen. Too many people going about sitting inside water and thirsty. Why? No knowledge. Why? Light has not come. Why? Understanding is short. But today. Tell your neighbor today. Tell your neighbor today. Every skin covering your eyes shall fall off. Every skin covering your eyes shall fall off. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Are you blessed? As we are this. That's where it is. There is nothing that I have been privileged to touch following Jesus that has not been by faith. Praise the Lord. There is nothing that I have been privileged to touch. I've touched something small. There is nothing that I have including serving Him. I serve Him like that. Like I'm breathing air. Praise the Lord. For the past three to four days now, I've not slept more than four hours. Somebody says, is this man normal? Ah, three days, four days, four hours. It's not that I'm sick. Everything is working. Perfectly. But I am on the go for Jesus. I am, I am a full-time Christian. Part-time, whatever it is I am. So, necessity is laid on me to... To tabernacle with him. Lord, you must heal this one. Lord, you must bless this man. Lord, you must increase this church. And that's what I'm saying. By the time we start second service, don't open mouth because it will happen. We are praying it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, all the first timers, establish them. Lord, everyone that goes into the church, seek, heal them right there. Lord, bring everyone under torment, under affliction. Bring them out of their chains. That's a lifestyle of faith. May you be initiated as a believer into this order of life in the name of Jesus. Now, you know the truth of it. There is nothing you do for God 
that he does not reward. Amen? There is nothing you do for him that he does not reward. That's why running away from service unit, you are the one missing. Running away from church, you say, I'm just feeling somehow I can't go today. You are the one missing. What are you adding to God now by sitting down there? Praise the Lord. You and me now, here as we are. What are we adding to God? Hello? What are we adding to God? You are not answering. What are we adding to God? Nothing. But God is adding everything to us. So, serving God, living a life of absolute faith and trust in Him is entirely to your advantage and my advantage. He adds nothing to God, removes nothing from God. You serve Him, He is I am. You don't serve, He is I am. In fact, He got to a point, He said, okay, if you don't serve, I will rest on for you to know that I am God. After all, you came from dust, and dust you will return. So why are you making faith? Go and do that one. He doesn't know who I am. Who are you? You are nobody. It doesn't take God one minute to blow you away. Please value your life and value your Christianity. Jesus paid for it with his blood. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for him. I share this in closing. The year 2007. All of a sudden, I woke up. <laughs> and then, 2007-2008, the Holy Ghost came and said, at the end of every seven years, thou shalt make a release. Huh? As if I never read the scripture before. Deuteronomy chapter 15 verse 1. So I went to carry the Bible. We, we, we. It's true. You know why? I have always been reading that scripture wrongly. I'm closing with this today. To show us that. You see, that you are reading the Bible doesn't mean you are reading it correctly. I have always been reading that scripture. I have been reading it wrongly. I have always been saying, at the end of every seven years, there shall be a release. But the Bible says, at the end of every seven years, thou shalt make a release. You, have been expecting the release, but have been doing nothing about it. But the Bible says, thou. So I caught that. <laughs> I said, eh, okay. So, I stood up. Holy Spirit, what is the manner of the release? This is the manner of release. The second verse. Ah! <laughs> so I knew that God was up to something that year. Amen? So I stood up and was ready. Now, he brought the analysis and showed me clearly that in Nigeria, you have what is called town criers. That the thing the town crier will do, he will go around town and be declaring to everybody the counsel of the king. Hello? He says, so you start now at midnight and be declaring the counsel of the king concerning you. So, wow. So I stood at midnight. And then I looked. Okay, what confounds this scripture? And then I saw David. At midnight, I will rise to give you thanks. Because of the righteous judgment. I said, wow, jackpot. So I will stand at midnight. Oh God, this year, release these children. Release this baby. Release this one. Release this one. Within that year of release, I changed my job three times. Hello? <laughs> the fourth month of that activity, my wife became pregnant. Hello? Why am I closing with this? We are going to 2016. And it's a strange year. A more, I mean, you will change from glory to glory. Yeah. You will change from glory to glory. Yeah. This church is changing from glory to glory. Yeah. 
I mean, the blind will walk into our service. And as he's going out, he will go out seeing. I mean, cancer will be dropping off people cheaply. I mean, diabetes, you will look for it, you will no longer find it. God will arise in this church and give us this land in the name of Jesus. So, at the end of every seven years, I stood. Amen? And that miracle boy came alive. Amen? At the end, God took me through every step of that miracle until it was delivered. Faith is a lifestyle. Faith is a lifestyle that is tied to your choice to absolutely believe God and His Word and damn every other consequence. Hello? That is tied to absolutely believing God and His Word and damn every other consequence. When she became pregnant, she didn't know. But God knew. Hello? This 2016 is your year. You'll be shedding tears of testimony. You'll be shedding tears in your testimony in the name of Jesus. I mean, I mean, she became pregnant and never knew. But we can see the first one, the second one, the third one. Somebody tried to add the fourth one. I said, back to sender. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. In closing, my brethren, your lifestyle of faith is absolutely tied to your knowledge of the world. If you are not ready to read the Bible, you will suffer long. It will just be like as if they are deceiving you. <laughs> if you are not ready to read this Bible, this is the book of life. It means everything about your life and my life is there. You must find it. That responsibility is your own. My own. Every one of us have the responsibility to find the word concerning our situation and apply the necessary faith. And you come home with your testimony. The year 2016, we shall see that baby in your hand. For everyone believing God for the fruit of the womb, hear me very well. The God that terminated barrenness in my life is still alive. He's still doing miracles. He's still giving miracle babies. I agree with you. 2016, Pastor Abraham will dedicate your baby. I didn't hear it loud, amen. The year 2016, that long-awaited marriage of your daughter and of your son, we will celebrate it in this church. We will celebrate it in this church. In the name of Jesus. So let every one of us get ready. Ah, 2016 is loaded. Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet and bless Jesus. Let's be on our feet and bless Him. Let's give Him praise and glory. He has done all things well. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Just keep appreciating God. Have you been blessed today? Just keep thanking God. Lifestyle. What lifestyle are you leading? Is it one of faith? Or is it one of fear? Is your lifestyle one of victory? Or is it one of a victim? God has clearly stated it out. And if you have doubted it, listen again. Your lifestyle has got to be a lifestyle of faith. With a lifestyle of faith, you are a victor. Step into 2016 as a victor. Leave everything else behind. 2015 has been a good year. 2016 will be better. Trust God. Trust God. Look at your own testimony. Does it manifest your faith? Or does it manifest your fear? God wants you, His ambassadors, every one of you is God's ambassadors, 
you have got to manifest your faith. You have got to live your faith. That's what God's been telling us today. Let's just say, thank you, Lord. Just say, thank you, Lord. I trust you, Lord. I'm going to live every day by faith. Not what the world says. Not what everything else says. God is a rewarder of faith. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says this, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Seek the Lord, He rewards you. Serve the Lord, He rewards you. Father God, we want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for re-establishing in us, Lord Father, that as your children, we have nothing to fear, Lord Father. Our life is a victorious life, lived in faith in you, Lord Father. Father, every day ahead, Lord Father, the rest of this year, and the whole of 2016, and every other year that comes after that, Lord Father, we decree that we shall live by faith. We decree that we shall have victory, Lord Father. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that you have spoken to us today, Lord. And Father God, we receive your word. We do not doubt it. We do not question it, Lord Father. But we take it. And Father God, we apply it in our lives, Lord Father. Thank you, Father. The choice is ours. And we are making that choice, Lord. That we are taking faith into our lives, Lord Father. We give all glory to you, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord, for your servant whom you have used this day through whom you have brought to us your heart, Lord Father. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you will continue to use him to minister unto us, Lord Father. Words of faith, we give all glory to you. Father God, we ask that you anoint our pastor, bless him and his family, Lord Father, as he continues to serve you, Lord. We give all glory to you. Thank you, Father, for every one of us here, Lord Father. Thank you, Father, for lifting us from the depths of despair, Lord Father. Placing us on the rock, Lord Father, the rock of faith, Lord Father, we give glory to you. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us all, now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Step out in faith. Meet and fellowship with each other.